and welcome to episode number 10 of Becoming Professionally Famous Online with me, Nicola Morass. So pleased and honoured to have you here on the show today. So what I wanted to talk with you about today are some things that you can do right now in order to get more into the slipstream, into the flow of you creating content and doing what it is that you do in this uh, in this mission that you have to become professionally famous online. So before I get into that, what I wanted to share with you is a little bit of an insight, a really interesting insight actually to, to what I've discovered this week or had reaffirmed this week. So I've, I played roller derby for quite a long time, played roller skating, absolutely loved it. And for the past couple of years, I haven't been skating very much. So I, I, I put my skates down, I, I usually skate with my daughter and she'd been hassling me to get back, but it just, you know, it just wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right timing and we had all this other stuff going on that we kind of needed to deal with. So I hadn't skated for maybe two years. And then recently, there were some things that have happened locally whereby we've been able to get back into skating. So I'm so excited. We went back on Sunday night and oh my gosh, I put my skates on and started scooting around and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have missed this. One of the things that we needed to do in this particular training session is an endurance test or, or an endur like endurance lap. So what that means is that we have to skate for five minutes around the track and get as many laps in as we possibly can. Now, I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to be getting as fit as I can, as fast as I can, so I'm just going to smash it out. I'm just going to go hard and fast and, you know, we'll, we'll just see what happens. So I did and, oh my goodness, by the time the end came, I my face was bright red. I felt like it was going to explode. I fell on the floor in the middle of the, of the track and I'm just like, oh, I'm dying. I'm done. And I was really proud of myself, though, because I got 23 laps in, in the space of five minutes, which is really like, that's no mean feat for after not skating for like two years. So I was super, super happy with that. And, and that was Sunday and it was all good. And then we went back on Wednesday for the second training of the week. And I knew, I guessed that we were going to have to do this again. And I was a bit more tired on Wednesday and, and it's at night rather than being in the afternoon. And I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like I have it in me to really kind of stick the boot in and, and go really, really fast. So I just decided that I would just be kind of like fast, but steady and measured and focus on my breathing and just being really, really steady. I felt like I wasn't going very fast at all. And now what was interesting is at the end of that, I kind of like I, you know, you fall down as you do, like like on purpose. <laughs> fell down, sat down with my partner and who who was counting my laps, and I said, "Oh, how did I go?" And she said, "Oh, you got 24." And I said, "What? Wow! I'd gotten one more lap in throughout this one, uh, throughout this particular training session, without even trying to increase my laps. I was really steady. I kind of wasn't panicked." which is sort of how I felt on Sunday. And it was just really easily easy. And I absolutely nailed it. And I was so excited because I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm nearly back to, to where I was before I left. And I thought I'd be way terrible. So, so terrible. 
So that was really interesting for me. How this relates to my business is I've been for years, I, I've been renowned for creating a lot of content, putting out lots of trainings, creating free things all the time, putting out a lot of value, problem solving value out into the marketplace with the intention of helping people. And, and if they wanted further help, then you know, enrolling in my coaching or my training or coming to workshops or events or doing whatever that, that next step was for them at the time. The way that I've felt in the past has been like there's never been enough hours in the day and almost at different times felt like some of this content creation and profile building has been somewhat frenetic and almost panicked and um, yeah, like frenetic. So, and, and, and a little bit scattered, I guess, even though it's always been under underpinned with strategy and focus, it's just, there's never felt like it's been really solid and easy. Now, so that's a bit like how I felt on Sunday night. Like I was just like, right, pump it, go, 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 go. Whereas what I've, how I've been feeling over the last few months with, with everything that I've been doing in my business. So I've increased the level of social media platforms I'm on. I put together this podcast, which I'm, I'm pretty much creating a new episode daily, which I've been really loving doing. I've been doing lives on my Facebook page every day, creating videos for LinkedIn. I've been doing stuff to YouTube, you know, really increased the level of activity that I've been doing on social media platforms. And it's being done in a way that just feels really kind of tempered and grounded and it's like I don't get to the end of the day these days going like oh my god I've got this to do and this to do and this to do and this to do so it's it's been a lot more consistent really grounded really clear and it hasn't felt like I've been trying to sprint to the end which is sometimes how I felt in the past so I thought that I would share with you some things that I've done to really help create that kind of feeling because for me it feels like what some people might call flow or being in the slipstream or following your intuition or just being able to do things with ease and flow and grace rather than feeling like oh I've got to do that and 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 I've got to do that because if we're creating stuff in that place it's very much going to come through in everything that you're creating. And I'm not saying that you're not going to be able to get a result from it because, I mean, heck, I've made more than $4 million uh, doing things in that way and, you know, it's, it, it's certainly doable. But it's also a fast track to adrenal fatigue, burnout, you kind of falling out of love with your business, with your prospects, with your audience, and sometimes even with your clients. And that's just not good, right? It's, it's not good for you. It's not good for your reputation. It's not good for your clients or the, or the people who are considering buying from you. So I wanted to share with you some things that I've worked through in order to get to a place where I still have a big to-do list, but I'm kind of getting through it all really easily without any stress, pressure, overwhelm. It's just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. What's next? And then move on from there. So the big thing for me that has very much shifted is I used to be very, very driven by, and, and in fact, almost solely driven by revenue. 
so by that is like how many sales can I make? How many people can I help? How, how much money can I get in the bank? With the intention of becoming financially independent. So that kind of hails back from some really not excellent financial experiences within relationships in the past that I'll share with you guys another day. So being financially independent was a big driver for me. I have three children and the other part of that driver was I've, I really wanted to be able to provide them with a legacy of not ever having to worry about money. If they wanted to do something, then it wasn't going to be a conversation around, oh, but honey, we can't afford that today. Or sorry, mate, you know, we, we just don't have the money for that. I didn't want to have that kind of a conversation. So therefore, very revenue driven. I've, I've wanted to build charities and, and do lots of work around domestic violence and uh, for, for teenagers who are struggling with going through stuff and, and helping parents get through some stuff too when their teenagers are struggling. So that, that's a lot of the motivators for me around being financially driven. Around the middle of 2017, I realized that that was actually not enough for me to get out of bed in the morning and do what I do which is really kind of weird because for, for seven and a half years, that has been the driver in my business when I was in my corporate life. So I, I worked for Westpac for 12 years, making money, getting bonuses, hitting targets, providing exceptional service, doing things differently was a very huge driver for me. So, you know, being driven by money is not a bad thing, but what happens when that becomes no longer the driver. And that was a really big eye opener for me in 2017. So it took me a long time to like about six months to really decide, number one, do I still want to be doing what I'm doing? Do I still want to have a business? Do I still want to be working this thing that I've mastered over the years? Or did I want to do something different? And <laughs> It kind of made me think about, I remember being in, in maybe in year nine and I'd been playing the violin. So my parents bought me violin lessons from grade four right through to you know year nine at that point. And my mum used to always have to cajole me, bribe me, remind me to practice my violin. And, and she said, look, let's get through to the end of the term. And if you don't want to do it anymore, then that's fine. You can quit, but it's got to be at the end of the term because we've already paid. Or you can carry on, but it, it, it's totally your choice. And I kind of felt like that pressure was off. And I was like, you know what? I, I really want to keep playing. I kind of found that joy in the process of, of playing and getting better and practicing and, and being a part of the, the band that I was in in high school. And I made the decision to carry on rather than feeling like it was forced that, that I carried on. And that's kind of what happened last year in, in 2017, where I was like, right, well, if I want to keep doing this, then I've got to choose to want to do it and find the joy and the love for it again, or I really need to stop and go find something else because I'm unhelpful to people if I don't like what it is that I'm doing or if I can't find my why. So roll around to 2018 and I decided that you know what, my focus is just going to be on impacting as many people in a positive way as humanly possible to empower them, to get them motivated, to get them doing stuff, to get them showing their face, their heart, their soul out in the world of online and, and by using social media, by using digital platforms 
to leverage and engage with their audience. And that's kind of how Becoming Professionally Famous Online was born. So I then took that a step further and I set myself a goal, which is to help a million business owners by the end of 2020 create a digital presence and a personal brand. And that is like, okay, awesome. How can I make that happen? That's a really big freaking goal to me. And it's like, right, how do I do this? What do I need to do? How do I find these people? And what mediums can I use to get out there? So, and, and leverage what it is that I've already created. So for me, it was really around adjusting my focus and bringing it back to going, all right, Nick, what is it that you find fun? And to me, this is fun. Creating content for you guys is fun. Doing Facebook live videos and, and interacting with my audience on there, I find that fun. I find going to events and, and talking to people fun. I just want to help more people. And the way that I can do that is generally by using my voice. So I find it a lot easier to do these types of things than to write or to type and, and stuff like that. So a big part around a, a big part around my shift has been adjusting my focus. But I kind of made that decision to do a lot of this stuff in 2018, early 2018. And by the time March had come around, I'd, I'd had my some blogs created, I had some posts done, but it still felt like I was almost wading through quicksand going through the motions. And so what I did was I just decided to get out there and start interviewing some people and find out what their challenges were when it came to social media and their digital presence. And I started creating content around what it was that they were telling me rather than me sitting here thinking, oh gosh, like what am I going to say today, Nicola? What, what am I going to share with the people? How can I help them and motivate them today? So I just, again, I, I kind of shifted a little bit, slight, slight pivot into the way that I create content and the way that I create value out there in the market. So for you, if you're feeling like you are struggling to come up with content, get out there and talk to some people who form part of your ideal audience. So Get out there and start having a conversation. Find out what their goals are, their dreams, their desires, their challenges. What is it that really infuriates them? And I want you to be able to create the space for them to be able to share with you what perhaps one of their biggest fears are in regards to your product or your service. So for example, I know that one of the biggest fears that most people don't talk about when it comes to social media and digital marketing and blogging and all that kind of stuff is, well, what if nobody listens? What if no one tunes in? What if nobody shows up on my live videos? You know, that's one, that's one kind of like collective fear just within those three. Another big fear that people have shared with me is why the heck am I even doing this? Is it worth the money? Is it worth investing the money? in someone to help me to do this or is it almost like just a vanity thing where I'm yeah I'm going to be out there and you know yes I could be famous but how does that even translate into dollars now the other thing is that most people that I've spoken about and, and I remember doing some interviews in, at the start of 2011 actually about this very topic and then again in 2012 about this specific topic I asked people I said do you want to be famous 
And they all said no. And I was like, okay, that's really cool. And what they'd said to me, I said, okay, can you tell me a bit more about that? And what they said to me was, I don't want to be famous for the sake of being famous, but I want to be famous within my industry. I want to be known for what it is that I do. I want to be the go-to person. So yeah, I want to be famous in my industry, but I don't want to be the Kim Kardashian or um, back then it was Paris Hilton, I think, was, was one of the big names in, in the media and or Lindsay Lohan and, and those types of apparently A-list celebrities. So yes, they want to be famous, but it's not about the fame. It's about the impact that you're able to have within your industry and, and for your audience around creating all of this. So really adjust your focus. The other thing that I want to remind you about is do the stuff that is fun for you in your business. Yes, you're going to have to do some boring stuff, particularly if you're early on. You know, if you're a startup, you're probably going to be managing your accounts and your invoices and your BAS and setting up your CRM systems and writing everything and, and, and managing all the day-to-day -day operations of your business. So it's kind of the price of entry. Unless you've got a whole stack of money that you can use to outsource to other people for that, then you're going to have to probably do some things that are a little less awesome than what you might like. But find the joy in what you're doing because let me tell you, there is it, it is not worth the money, even if you're getting clients in, if you don't like what you're doing or if you don't like the way that you're doing so, or, or that you don't if you're not enjoying the conversations that you're having and if you're not having the impact then that you're here to have, it is the fast track to burnout and it is the fast track to adrenal fatigue and then you're going to get really tired and then you're going to get more stressed and I've been there quite a few times in the last eight years and let me tell you, it ain't pretty and the recovery takes time. So find your joy, find the way that is the easiest way for you to be able to communicate with your people. And if that's writing, then do more of that. If it's speaking, then go create a podcast, go do some Facebook Live videos, go do some video blogs. The one thing that I want you to remember though right now is to not be hung up on how many downloads you've had, how many views you've had, how many live people are on there because right now it is not even something that you need to worry about. Most people are at that point where they know they need to increase their, their digital footprint. So part of the cost of entry into that is doing things without any or without a lot of external feedback coming at you, particularly if you've got quite a small following to start with or no following. If you're already on the journey and you've got a reasonably good following and a strong audience, then that is awesome. Still create things in the way that you are naturally disposed to. So it might be recording audio like this or video blogs or writing or however you do it. Just increase the frequency of how you're doing that, of how often you're doing that. And, and remember to use the conversations that you're having for inspiration and motivation for the content that you're putting out there. So adjust your focus, get into the slipstream and increase the level of things that you're doing. But underpinned in all of that is have fun, guys. 
have fun doing what you're doing. Let your, it's going to sound very, um, very uh, buzzwordy. I really want your authenticity to shine through everything that you're doing, through everything that you're putting out there. I want people to, to hear your voice and feel so certain that you know your stuff. And the way that we do that is by sharing stories and, and interesting things and maybe case studies and things like that. But it's all about finding the joy in what you're doing because that kind of rings like a, a, a beautiful clear bell to the people who are watching and listening and, and who want to engage with you. Know why you're doing it as well. And it's okay for you to be financially driven. It is more than okay for you to want to make a million dollars a month for you to make, want to make a million dollars a year, for you to want to make five grand a year or five grand a day or five grand a week or whatever your number is, if that's what's driving you, awesome. But just know that if that at some point in time in the future doesn't become the sole driver for you, then that is also okay. We've just got to have a look at another way. So for me, it's about contribution right now. It's about having fun, getting out there, helping as many people as I can. And I know that the financial stuff will come as well. It's not just now the most immediate driver. So my name is Nicola. If you have got questions about this, you can email me at nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, my website, LinkedIn. I am all over the place. Please remember to subscribe to this if this is interesting to you. Uh, share it with your friends. <laughs> Leave me a great review. And if there's something that you want me to answer specifically for you, then please let me know because I would really love to be able to create content that's relevant for you as, as well as to the other people that I've spoken to. So go out there and kick some major ass and let's have you really set yourself up to become professionally famous online. My name is Nicola. I'll talk to you soon.